0: i
1: in today's episode, I sit down with Will Falal. Will helps lead at Grace Church's Traveler's Rest Campus. And in this interview, we discuss two ideas regarding the process of Connect Teams. The first idea can be found on pages 4 through 15 of the Connect Team Handbook. Will and I just skim this a bit, but this involves a big picture overview of how you can get started creating a process for your Connect Teams using the Connect Team game plan. The Game Plan is a digital resource that gives you steps on how to build a volunteer diagram, clarify your Connect Team processes, lead the Connect Team huddle, build your Connect Team responsibilities, manage your Connect Team schedules, communicate effectively with your team, celebrate and evaluate the mission, and then there's a leader development pipeline tool that you can review. It's a great resource and this game plan is also something you can get from your campus pastor or Connect Team lead and they can help you get started using it. Now towards the middle of the episode, Will and I get really practical on some best practices that can help all Connect Team volunteers focus on how to welcome members and guests. You should have been given a copy of the Connect Team handbook by someone on your team. So go ahead and pull that out and take some notes or check out a digital copy in the show notes so you can follow along long. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. Well, hey, Will, how are we doing today? What's up? Doing well. Awesome, man. Glad that you're here. I know in our last episode, Chaz and Derek kicked us off with the purpose, and today we're talking about the process. So I'm glad that you're going to be joining us and giving us some things to be thinking about. So I'm glad you're here.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: So today we're focusing on pages four through fifteen. We're not going to be able to talk about everything. So some of the things that we are going to tuck on, I would say, I would encourage you to maybe get with a Connect team lead, your campus pastor, uh, or your team to begin thinking through what we're talking about in these big picture items. So let me just kick off on page four. We talk about the how. When we think about process, we think about how we welcome members and guests. So we can worship services and our congregations are super busy. If we're not careful, we can let our focus become so crowded with all the different responsibilities that come with ministry roles that our central why what we talked about in our last episode, it just gets lost in the shuffle. So our volunteers, they can get so interested in connecting with one another and go inside that we lose the opportunity to really serve those attending our campus, which is, let's say outside, right? So without systems in place, Each individual team member can easily get so focused on his or her own busyness that ministry can become chaotic and unfruitful. And our goal is we're trying to connect people to the mission of our church. So we want to be fruitful in that way. So the processes that you put in place help keep the focus on the why when distractions and negative circumstances arise. So there's lots of benefits to this. Great processes, they eliminate distractions, they create solid communication and accountability, and they empower staff and volunteers to be decision makers. So that's really kind of the big picture of what we think about when we're talking about process. Now, on these following pages, if you're looking at this book that you should have in front of you or you can look in the show notes for a digital copy – there's a 30,000 foot view of process that we reference in the game plan. Now these some campuses have them, right? You are still working
0: on it, right? At Traveler's Rest? Yeah, we're still working on. I mean, we have a functional game plan. Everybody knows kind of mm-hmm. what to do, but it kind of depends on the people carrying the game plan in their brains. That's right. If they disappear, uh we don't have the game plan. We're starting from scratch. So we need to we're working on formalizing it a little bit, getting it on paper and um, just making it more reproducible for people. That's right. So every campus, if you're
1: listening to this for the first time or you're listening to this and you're like, man, I've been on the team for a while. I've never even seen this. Well, get with us. You can reach out to us. You can reach out to your Connect Team lead or campus pastor, and we will give you a copy of the game plan for your campus. But if you're not there yet and getting it on paper, taking pictures of all the processes of everything that's outlined through these pages all the way through pages 15 – that's okay. We've just this this book here gives you some really good questions like working through the via model or working through the volunteer diagram or you know, working on a process for parking and welcome and greeting team and Uh, Guest services, usher, and safety. So we're not going to give you all the cookies on the bottom shelf because we want you to build it yourself because you know your campus better than anybody. So I would just encourage you as a next step to think through the game plan. And like I said, let us know. We'll get you a copy of it. But. Beyond that, we want to give you some practical ways to think about the how. And so, Will, you've come with three big ideas that we're going to talk about today. That's kind of the focus for our episode. So let's kick this off. Let's start with number one. Share with us how three big ways that we can welcome
0: members and guests. Yeah, when we think about welcoming members and guests, there's some things that we like to talk about at TR and things that I like to think about. And as I'm working with folks on our Connect teams, just some practical things that I like to put in their hands. And when I'm walking in on a Sunday morning, it just helps me know what I'm there to do. So I'm a pretty goals-oriented person. I like to have goals. So one of the things that I have in my arsenal is go-to questions. And I think this is helpful for anybody on a Connect team, particularly greeters, maybe ushers, anybody that's connecting with folks. So I know that these three questions are always going to be askable. I'm not going to have to think, I'm not going to put myself in a mental spot where I got to think about what I'm going to say to this person that yeah. I don't know. So the first question is, um, Hey, I don't know. We've had a chance to meet, have we? I'm will. So I do that easy way for me to take myself off the hook. If I forgot a name yeah. accidentally, or if I didn't recognize somebody cause they were wearing a mask the last time I saw them. Yeah. Okay.
1: So say that again. And it's more of a statement, but what is it again?
0: Hey, I don't know. We've
1: had a chance to meet. Have we? I'm will. Okay, so everybody, repeat that. Hey, I don't know if we've had a chance to meet. My name's Chris. What's the next thing?
0: So that I mean, that's, that's really it. the first that's question, the, yeah. So it's it's basically an easy way. Of, I think uh, a nuanced way of asking. Hey, what's your name? It's yeah. just that I like it. It flows, and we all need a we all need an easy way to introduce ourselves. It's, big, it doesn't come across as a threat to people that are brand yeah, new. Yeah.
1: Like, hey, I haven't had a chance to meet you. My name's
0: Chris. Yeah. Yeah, and and the key phrase that I keep in my mind a lot and that I like to talk a lot about with our connecting folks is I am making a commitment on Sunday morning to eat the awkwardness mm, okay. of our guests. Our guests are going to have, I mean, there's going to be some awkwardness. That's right. Where do I go? There's all these questions in the mind of a guest, and there's on page six these questions of a guest yes. that I don't think we've mentioned yet. Yeah, the guest really, Yeah, it, it's really helpful to put in put yourself in the shoes of somebody else. That's right. So there's a lot of awkwardness and I'm making a commitment. I'm going to eat it. Mm-hmm. And um, these questions are going to help me eat that awkwardness. So I'm going to move towards somebody. I like to put my hand out to shake their hand mm-hmm. in a non pandemic time. <laughs> Even now, I mean, it's still usually okay. People can tell me with their eyes if they don't want to shake my hand, sure. but I'll put it out like this. I know this is an audio medium, but um, open-handed. So palm, palm up, and then they can place their hand on top of mine. Mm-hmm. It's just an open posture. I yeah, like that. I like that. So first first one, what's the second? Yeah. Second question is, um, hey, how long you been at Grace? That's a better way in my mind. I don't like it. I mean, I learned it the hard way when I said, um, oh, hey, is this your first time? Actually, no, I've been here for three years. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Yeah. You know, I just like kind of offended this person who's been connected to our campus and I've never, I'm just outing myself that I've not sure. known them. But uh, if I go, hey, how long have you been at Grace? It's easy for somebody to say, oh, this is actually our first time. Mm. Or, um, yeah, you know, I've been here for about eight months. Oh, cool. Whose community group are you? Are you in a community group? you connected to a serving team.
1: It gets the conversation
0: going. And then, boom. Shape. And I'm already into discipleship territory there because yeah. then if they're not connected to those places, then I know I have it on my radar to help them get connected
1: there. Mm. I like how you said that, discipleship territory. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. So,
0: um, And then I go, hey, are you, a, are you TR Native? you know that's an easy way for me to say where you're from without you know it's just that's the way i say it so maybe yeah. you so tr is travelers dress. travelers dress. yeah so for yeah, the yeah. you from travelers rest yeah. people <laughs> yeah so um it worked a little bit better when i was downtown cuz mm-hmm. cuz most people are not greenville natives who come downtown there's a lot of tra- transition there so mm-hmm. and then usually um if i get to the end of the conversation i still want to keep talking i'll say um oh so what do you do for a living Mm -hmm. helps me get to know them a little bit better. So I I do those, and sometimes I'll get through the first one. I'll introduce myself. I don't think we've had a chance to meet, have we? And I can tell by somebody's body language Mm -hmm. that they don't really want to linger. Maybe they feel rushed to get to service because they got here a little bit late, or maybe they need to go to the bathroom. Maybe they need to go check their kids in. And I want to be sensitive to that, so maybe I don't make it all the way through all the questions, but at least I've got an arsenal of go-to questions. That helped me eat the awkwardness when I'm moving towards somebody. I like it. So three
1: questions. We'll have those in the show notes so that you can look at those. But that's great. What's the second thing you wanted to share with us?
0: Yeah. So when I think Derek and Chaz and you like last time y'all talked, you were talking about the idea of why the purpose we're trying to connect people to our church. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really one of the big things we're trying to do. And so, when I think about how I connect people to our church, I think about walking people to the destination. Mm-hmm. So, if guests have questions about where do I check in my kids, instead of pointing, uh, I think it's helpful if we walk people to the destination, yes. gives us a chance. I mean, gives us a chance to make some conversation. How long have you been at Grace? You know, do the three go-to questions. And I think it it's more effective than pointing and it's a nice personal touch. Yes. The cool thing about the culture that I've noticed at our campus in TR, and this may be true of other places mm-hmm. at Grace, is that I think that what has happened in TR is that people have seen each other walking people to places. Mm -hmm. And what that's done is so one volunteer who actually was on the, is playing in the band a couple weeks ago. I saw him. He's not even on the connect team. I saw him walking somebody to the grace kids check in. And then, and then on the way pointed out, and this is a worship center. This is a door. You can come Mm in to worship. And, I was like, I wonder how he knew to do that, and I think people in TR have just been seeing, watching themselves watching other people do it, and say, "Oh, I could do that too." So, yeah. so anyway, I just it's think it's an cool.
1: incredible way to be hospitable, and that's what you'd do in your home if someone yeah. came into your home and they'd never been there. You'd like, "Hey, there's the bathroom over there in case you need it," and I mean, you would just yeah. give them an overview while you're
0: walking with them. So that's yeah. great. So I just say, usually somebody will say, "Hey, where's the restroom?" I'll go. Oh, well, um, let me just walk you over there. Yeah. Now, sometimes you can't leave your post, and that's okay. Maybe you find somebody else to yeah. walk them, or if worse comes to worse, you just point. Yeah. But I like to walk people to the destination if I can. Yeah. Another thing I like to do is keep a Connect card in my pocket. Because okay. here's what happens a lot of the time, is we will be talking as a team, and we'll say, Oh, we've met this person, we met this this person. And we'll say, Okay, cool, do we get a Connect card? We say, No. Oh, man, do we have their number? Mm, No. All right, so how are we going to send them to Discovery Link? How are we going to get them the resource we want them to have? How are we going to connect them to the right ministry opportunity? Or the right? how are we going to meet their needs? we got to wait for them to come back the next time. Yeah. And so if I can carry a Connect card in my pocket, really if our whole team can, yeah. what it allows us to do is make a personal invitation to say, hey, would you mind filling out this Connect card? It'll just help us. Just put your name and your number and uh, that you want us to sign you up for Discovery. We'll make that happen. Yeah. And I think people are more likely to respond to that level, that personal invitation, than an announcement, usually. Yeah, sure. I mean, some diligent people will be like, you know what, I do need to fill out that HelloGrace.Church in an announcement, and they'll do it. Yeah. But I think most people will respond better to a personal yeah, and invitation. And for
1: those of you that are not aware, HelloGrace.Church is a, is a website that we've created that is the digital connect card. Yeah. So I would make a game out of it. I mean, in your next huddle, you could say, Hey, everybody, I'm going to give you a connect card and whoever can give this back to me gets 10 points and you win. I don't know. Something dumb or give a gift card. I don't know. $5 gift card
0: or next week, next huddle. Next time you serve Starbucks on me, baby. Yeah. You know, whatever. I mean,
1: just make a game out of it. <laughs> so I like that. So walk, don't point, um, keep a connect card. What else?
0: Uh, so I like to ask, Hey, do you know about discovery? You know, if if in my conversation I'm realizing, oh, this person is brand new. Yeah. They need to know about Discovery. So, hey, have you heard about Discovery yet? Sometimes they'll say, you know, actually, yeah, we're planning on coming to the next one. Mm. And I always want to make sure I have the next one in my brain. Mm-hmm. So I know that the next Discovery in, in Traveler's Rest is on September the 12th. Yeah. So I always want to have that information so I can go, so I can tell them right there, oh, the next one's uh, September 12th. And uh, hey, we'll make sure you get signed up if you fill out this connect card. Yeah, that's so good. That's and good. And, I, and if I people would, don't know yeah. what that is, I want to make sure I have like a five second version of what discovery is. Sure. You know, oh, it's the next, it's the next step to figure out um, whether Grace Church, it, you want to move forward with making Grace Church your home. Yeah, yeah. So the game plan has a resource,
1: and it's like a need to know of everything that's happening. At the campus, so when Discovery Foundations, yeah. if there's any MRT studies or Azair studies or uh, just any happening, so that actually shows you how to build it, so that you can work with your campus admin on mm-hmm. having that every Sunday. So that's how you would know the discovery. So
0: yeah, and we do have those, and we print them out, so they're available for the Connect team. But the key to the what's happening is that people got to read them. So we're talking a lot in TR right now about, hey, remember, if we're going to know what's happening, you got to read what's happening. That's right. That's right.
1: Okay. So that's great. What's the next one?
0: Yeah. Next one is um, I like to connect people, especially if I've seen their face a couple times, and I, I don't want them to be I don't want myself to be the only connection that they have to our church. Sure. So if a member, a covenant member at TR is walking by as I'm engaging with this person that I've met a couple times now, I like to just grab that person and say, "Hey Jim, have you met John? Y'all go to church together. Y'all should know each other." Yeah. You know, and maybe you have your own version of that. But it's an easy way just to make a connection, and then I can create an exit ramp for that person and say, "Yeah, I just just wanted to make a connection." And if they want to linger, they can and make conversation. But the point is just to just to help everybody have connections with somebody that's not just me. Yeah, you know, start getting connected to the life of our church. Yeah, and I would say to double
1: tap off even what Derek said in the last episode is just have a handoff process. You know, have something in your mind like who are the go-to people that today I could hand
0: somebody off to so I could, you know, do this again and replicate it. So that's good. What else? Um, I think the the last thing that I would say actually has to do with the huddles. Mm -hmm. So one thing that we're actually trying to do in Travelers Rest is pick up some momentum after the pandemic that we lost a little bit during uh, some of the socially distant services is that we had stopped doing a a proper huddle. So we're going to start ramping up the huddle. And um, one thing that I've shared with a couple of our folks is, hey, what if we started doing something in the huddle to help us make a commitment to welcoming all the guests yeah. and maybe not spend as much time talking to one another? And so we're going to try this, I think. And so we're going to do this awkward thing right now, you and me, Chris, you Let's do it. where I'm going to be the huddle leader and okay. you're going to represent the eight people in the huddle. Sure. So I would say... Um, All right, everybody, turn to your neighbor and say this, love ya. Love ya. I'll see you later. I'll see you later. So here's what I think that could do, is if we start doing that, I think what it does is just a funny way to make a commitment together, together, have a moment Mm -hmm. where we're saying, all right, we love each other, and we really are here for each other. But right now, our purpose is to connect with guests, have an outward-facing posture, and make sure that we're available for them. That's right.
1: That's great. I love that. Yeah, it just keeps us from going inward, like we talked about at the beginning of this episode. That's great, Will. These have been incredible ideas on how to welcome members and guests. Is there anything else you want to share with us?
0: Yeah, I mean, these, these are just some things that I like to think about every Sunday and things that I like other folks on our team to be thinking about. There's probably some other things out there, too, Uh, But hopefully this has jogged your mind a little bit and you can start putting some things into play. Yeah. So I would say as a next step, there's a couple different things. Number
1: one, talk about what you have just heard with someone else on your team. If it's a connect team lead, if it is a campus pastor, if it's someone that has shared this episode with you so that you can start to implement what you've heard. And then as a next step as well for the bigger picture of process, I would say, get a copy of your game plan. Let us know. You can reach out to us. We'll put some information in the show notes or just ask your campus pastor and he'll get you access to the game plan. And think through what would it look like to answer some of that so that you can get it on paper and have a robust process for how we welcome members and guests on a 30,000-foot view. So this has been a great episode. I'm really grateful for Will, for you sharing some of these ideas, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.